Welcome back to Down for the Count. We're going to finish last week's episode where we were covering NXT tickets, WrestleMania weekend shows and tickets. And now we're going to move into some indie news, the dangerous knife incident in Paradigm Wrestling's promotion. We're also going to talk about Paige getting missed it by Asuka, which is still hilarious. And we're also going to talk about the sadness of Evolution not ever getting another show. JR's idiotic comment about Becky and of course we're going to cover WWE 2K20 so I'll see you guys in there get tickets this year they've only released the package prices so far and obviously those are a little bit much but I mean you're getting a lot so I mean I mean it's the package so, um, I'm probably just going to get regular tickets because, honestly, most of my time is going to be there for indie shows. I'm not even going to front, especially, sure. and I'll talk about this in my G when I'm talking about on my indie, but there, yeah, there's just a lot, so. Well, we're actually going to head over to indie intake real quick because I saw something today that made me think of you. So, apparently... Sammy Callahan called out Simon Miller from what culture and uh, challenged him to a match, and Simon Miller accepted. So they're going to have a match at a show in Tampa before Mania, and he's going to wrestle Sammy Callahan. I know. I saw that. I was so excited. That's going to be hilarious. (laughs) All right. So what's happened in the indie world this week, Nicole? Um. What I have been paying attention to, um, again, MLW is hasn't shown any actual TV show, any actual shows yet until after um, Super Fight this weekend, which is which will be November second. Yes, which will be November second is nineteen ninety five. Great pay, um, great price for a pay per view. But after Saturday Night Super Fight, that's when they're gonna go back to doing their weekly shows. So obviously, it's just um, rerunning. They've been rerunning um, Jimmy Havoc's um, little spooky time <laughs> show, which is actually really good. So if you haven't checked it out, um, Jimmy Havoc's, um, I forgot what he called it. It was like a, it was like a very weird convoluted title, but it was good. But they have that um, Capital. Um, I haven't paid too much to Capital Wrestling. I'm sorry, guys. They're so good. But um, I'm probably going to catch up on this after I'm done watching horror movies tonight. Um, speaking of stuff going on Mania Weekend, a bunch of shows have been um, announced. Like, they have G um GC um W shows they've had the one that she mentioned about Simon Miller and Sammy Callahan that's going to be that that was going to be PW Revolvers um Pancakes and Power Drivers mm-hmm. and so I was like Oh, I was like, okay, well, apparently they had it last year, but they didn't have pancakes, and a lot of people were kind of butthurt about it, but 
because they called it that but it was really funny in the tweet um they sent out they're like no there's there's gonna be actual pancakes this year so no one freaks out which is nice for everyone (laughs) um but they have that there's also um i'm gonna pull up gwc because they released all of GCW. I don't know the words to anything today. GCW. So they have not only that, they have Joey Janela's um, Spring Break. Oh, yeah. Which I was like, I was, that was like the first, that was like, they were, um, they released about that about a year, like a, like a long time ago. So I knew that show was going to happen. Um so again, I was gonna go to that. They also have. They're also doing Josh um, Barnett's um, blood sport during that weekend. They will have also um, a four, which they just announced recently, is um, the four, you know, for the culture show. Mm-hmm. which I think is probably, they had, like, I spoke a couple podcasts ago, like how they had predominantly um, black um, show, which I think that's what's going to be, again, obviously, since it's called For the Culture. And they have one more that I really wanted to go to. And I'm, because literally, because all most of all these shows I'm just going to be in it and honestly if they announce another one I'm probably gonna go to it so so how many shows are going on meaning a weekend because it's like is it gonna be like an all week thing or is it just gonna be like Thursday Friday Saturday and then mania is gonna be on Sunday yeah so basically so mania week usually starts depending so usually starts on like a Wednesday or Thursday and then it goes on until Monday because that's when Raw is. I'm I'm not gonna I don't know. I have I haven't decided if I want to stay for Raw yet, depending on how exhausted I think I might be. I might go, but then it also is Raw after Mania, so I might budge. Um I but yeah, it's just kind of depends. So they haven't so how um GCW did theirs and obviously there's gonna be other other indie promotions like Shimmer. Shimmer usually has something, which I want to make sure I at least go to one female show, at least. So I know Shimmer is going to have something. Um, Uncanny probably will have something, too. So, again, I'll be going to that, but most, almost every one of GCW show, I'll probably go, especially Bloodsport, because that's more of that MMA-style side of things. That's when I kind of, like, bled in. So that's what I'm really excited for. All right. I want to go to Medium so bad. All right. Um, anything else going on in the indie world this week that we've missed? Um, nothing. NWA Power was good, um, but nothing like really super crazy happened. But again, if you watch it, if you don't watch it, you should watch it. It's on YouTube's. Uh, YouTube's. Yeah. It shows up. It comes on YouTube at six. Which I feel like if you're going to watch AEW Dark at 7, you might as well tune into that at 6. Because it's on the same same thing. Well, I asked, I asked this about you earlier. Um, have you ever heard of Paradigm Pro Wrestling? Yes. Okay, so there was a 
big problem that happened at a show this weekend. Have you heard about it? I didn't hear about the incident, but you mentioned it briefly, and I want to hear more about what happened because I think it's insane. Okay. So Paradigm Pro Wrestling is a indie promotion in Indiana, and again, please go go support your local indie feds. Um, so they offered an apology this weekend after, and I quote from ProWrestlingSheet.com, an indie promotion in Indiana has issued an apology over a wrestler going off script during a recent show and holding a knife to the neck of another performer without prior consent. All right, so independent wrestler Cole Radrick tweeted saying he was cutting a promo in the ring at a Paradigm Pro Wrestling event in Jeffersonville, Indiana, October 25th, when another wrestler named Hi Zaya, H-Y, then Z-A-Y-A. Anybody heard of these guys before? Nope. Yes. Okay, you have? Nicole? Yeah, I have. I'm, well, okay. I'm like, I'm a little bit familiar with them, not like too much, but I've, I have seen them at shows here and there. Okay, so this is what Cold uh, Radrick had to say. Um, Last Friday, I had a knife pulled out on me and held to my neck in the ring mid-promo in a situation I had no prior knowledge or approval of by a wrestler that was intoxicated and under the influence adding that he was told shit would get rough for him if he refused to comply. That's insane. That's fucking scary is what it is. So they issued an apology, and this is the apology, quote, still from ProWrestlingSheets.com, because I want to cite my sources. We would like to publicly address the incident that occurred at our event on Friday, October 25th, 2019. We apologize for our delay in getting the statement out. We wanted to first address internally the involved participants. Hi, Zaya called us and requested to appear on the show as our main event was in the ring in order to start a passing of the torch program with Cole Radrick. We approved the request because we wanted to surprise our crowd. We did not know Haizaya's mental state at the time, and as a matter of timing, he went. And as a matter of timing, he went out to the ring after coming to the building. Although Haizaya had not performed for us in over a year, we had worked with him many times in the past and never had an issue. Unfortunately, the situation was quickly out of control. As a result, Haizaya will not be appearing on future PPW events moving forward. We strive to maintain a safe and fun performing environment. Unfortunately, we fell short of that goal on Friday. We privately apologize to Cole Radrick and would would now like to do so publicly. Cole should have never been put in that situation. We all consider Cole to be our friend, a great performer, and a true professional. We will be making internal changes to prevent matters as this, such as this, from occurring again in the future. To start, we will never again allow a talent to appear at any capacity that has not been previously planned out and cleared with all participants. If any PPW staff member, roster member, or fan has any problems with one of our shows, please report it to us. We have set up anonymous forms for staff members, roster members, and fans to provide such feedback. Please visit that form. They give you the website. If you'd like to provide comments, we sincerely apologize to Cole Radrick, our friends, and the great wrestling community for this incident. We will learn from it and act, and, and act better. And 
the footage will be edited before it is released, so nobody will be seeing that. Um, that just goes back to a conversation we had. I'm not sure if it got reported or not, because I think it was one of those times oh. where we, and it glitched out. What? Oscar just spit green mist in Paige's face. Stan, <laughs> iconic, sorry, everything. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Something actually cool happened on Raw. Ah! Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. We stand. <laughs> we stand. Tumblr, because I'll have that shit up before they have it on you. Why even out there? What? <laughs> because she wants to be the manager of no. the Booty Warriors again. Oh, okay. Let me see here. <laughs> Where's the gifts? I just, wait a minute, what the fuck am I doing? I can just turn raw on my TV. Oh, I don't. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll let you get back to the podcast. I just saw the gift for it. That, but that, well, first of all, my thing is, how did they, how did no, no one not know he was intoxicated? Mm. So no one who taught, who talked to him before, during, like, no one realized that he was under anything. Mm-hmm. My, but this goes back to what we were saying. It's like. If I get in a ring with you, your our safety is our concern. If you pull this shit on me, uh-uh. That is also on the concern of the people who run the promotion. He should not have been allowed to perform under the influence. It's just, it's just wrong. Well, according to them, he showed up and before anybody could say anything, say or do anything to him, he was running out. He walked right to the ring, so there was no time for, hey, how are you? Wait, what are you? Wait, what are you doing? And he pulled a freaking knife out on the guy. Ah, uh, see, they didn't, they should have let him go out there, cause there's protocol. They got a protocol they have to follow. And if he was too busy trying to cut him, do what he wanted to do, what if he really cut him and hurt him? Exactly. He he'd be dead. He may be injured or dead. It still will fall on the promotion. They gotta do better, cause they're the ones who allowed him to go out there. I don't care what he did. They still allowed it. So uh uh-uh. uh, I put that square on their shoulders. He's responsible, true enough. But so is the promotion. They should have done done better. 
because they didn't vet him before he got there. They didn't make sure he was cleared to rest. So they just was like, he's showing up. So let's let him go out there. And he pulls a weapon out on the man. He could have did something, anything. Anything could have happened to him. Right. They're, they're responsible. I don't know. Why won't it let me rewind? I want to see Paige getting misted. <laughs> I, oh. I got Monday night wrong right now. Okay, so I'm on Tumblr and Probably people are going losing their, their damn mind. They're going Paige getting misted. This is uh, from Tumblr user Feenly X. Paige getting misted is what she deserves for being a clown. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Light of Fire 13, I you have the best I really comment. can't stand Caleb. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> Light of Fire 13, that was for defending your shitty racist boyfriend. Ooh, Jesus. She just posted the gif of um, Paige getting sprayed, and she said, period, and Chris, we stand. She did for the blacks and the gays. We stand a good <laughs> I can't <laughs> something like oh and she tried to start that shit with Seth I kind of commented on something I'm like you need to be careful Paige all that reaching can hurt your neck again right <laughs> Nicole said I hope you have fun watching that shit out <laughs> oh <laughs> it was great well you know Oh my god, I love the picture of Oscar afterwards. That's just that's oh, art. Jesus. No, like, yeah. <laughs> this goes back to what Regal was saying, like after her brothers acted like damn idiots, and then they're like, you know, repercussions for your family could follow. And since Paige is the only one that's employed by that company, maybe this was like, hey. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna make you pay for your brother being an absolute asshole. By the way, everyone else hates you on the internet, so you need to go away. <laughs> her outfit is her outfit was cute though. She always wear them damn shoes. Yeah, she yeah. always wears shoes like that though. 
Oh, her them. face. Uh, oh, this oh, is so good. I love you, Alaska. I love you. Uh, anyway, what, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. That that kind of stole, that hijacked the, the hijacked the show. And the shit's all over Becky, too. Like, Green Mist is all over her. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh. They better come back and show that shit. Oh, my. I'm, I'm watching Raw now. <laughs> all right so so we're all saying that this company um what what the shit's it called fuck <laughs> um sorry paradigm pro wrestling so oh yeah they need to get it together over there because yeah. it's just it sounds like how when that story obviously like we never got the detail it reminds me of this alicia fox story of art anderson yeah, yeah. That's just that's just not cool because, you know, all and you guys work together, and I'll say it once and I'll say it again. That is a great shot. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop looking. I can't help it. It's art, okay? I'm gonna blow this up and put it in my house. This is art. <laughs> um, anyway, what was I saying? No shit. Um all these indie guys work together and you honestly think like if I was an indie worker and I saw this shit and I'm like you know I don't think I want to work with you guys just because yeah, I don't feel I'd safe avoid that promotion. How, how, how do I know if I walk in there you're gonna let someone who's high as fuck in there and you know they pull a knife on me or god forbid they pull a gun on the, on me and you know thankfully thankfully no one was hurt but, I mean, you can ban that dude all you want, but the damage to your reputation has already been done. Like, there's no, there's no fixing that. It, um, it kind of reminds me of that, what was the situation with that ref who got hurt from, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and I still, even though they said that they fixed it, I still wouldn't, if I was, I still wouldn't work with those people. No. I would... I would not, I would not want to be in the same company as them. I don't know what's wrong with this high Isaiah guy, but you come in acting like that, you're not, no, because indie wrestling is like any other business. Say like, for example, me and Nicole, uh, I used to work in hospitality and she still does. If you do something to fuck up majorly, everyone's going to know about it before the news Officially even breaks because you know one person who works here they know someone's cousin who works there that cousin knows somebody who works here and that shit spreads like wildfire this i bet you half the indie guys knew what was going on before this news even broke that's get your shit together that's that's disgusting protect your staff protect your talent protect your workers like why is that so hard them to wrap around their head they have to protect these guys and it's not even i mean wrestlers it's like you know fans come in the shows and trying to jump the barricades and beat the shit out of you like if i was at a i wouldn't want to work with them and if like i had a significant other who was like that i'd be like hey please avoid um Please avoid that company like the plague. I'm, I don't want to have to worry about you going over there and getting hurt by somebody. 
But speaking yeah, of because you're supposed to have people. You're supposed to. That's the same thing when I'm working, especially if you're a referee. You're there to help, like you're help guiding the matches and to make sure and to keep an eye on the talent. And it's it's just like a whole thing. It's just that's just trash. You know what? If that, you guys if, don't work for those people, mm-mm. like if you couldn't tell, I, I think I agree with y'all. Also, going back, if someone couldn't tell this guy was fucked up, and I don't even mean with like the mental issues or whatever, but if you could tell this guy was under the influence of something, why didn't someone just stop him or grab him and be like, "Yo, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? What 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 are you doing?" And then um, Nicole, you. You, I'm asking you this because um, you're trained, but do they have um, do they have like metal detectors or something that they check the guys with just to make sure nothing crazy that they bring in anything too crazy or no? Because obviously you need money for that, um, and it's just kind of and that's even going to like regular shows and you think about a lot of indie like a lot of indie shows like they're in like gyms or they're in like halls and it's just a very like rigmarole war station so you're not really going to have security and you really don't have people checking stuff like that because it's like you're basically it's 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 freelance work like when you really think about it it's like going traveling nurse or something like you're like you bring your own stuff you show up do work for a little bit and then you go and then you move on so it's not it's like different from having being set up at like a regular position where yeah they would check people like that like at my job like we have metal detectors when you automatically walk in there's literally cameras everywhere but at my previous job we didn't like you could literally just walk in we would have people like walk into hotel rooms like we would find people walk into our meeting spaces because there was like no security and that used to scare me because it was like a big um it's because it's like it's a huge hotel it's the largest hotel in the state and especially like while I was still working there that's when the Vegas um incident happened oh shit so I was always like kind of scared I I wasn't like scared but I kind of always like kind of thought about that it was always in the back of my mind but yeah, but if you're going to wrestling shows, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're all, like, small places. Even, like, a lot of, like, some WWE events, they're not really checking the talent like that. Even the backstage people, they're more concerned about, like, the fans that come in, which they should, too, to a certain extent, so. Well, I know a lot of places down here, they do, like, no strict strict weapon policy. So, yeah, I think about this, too the future of the uh, place that they were holding the event at, do you think they would have, they're not going to invite them back for a very long time? Yeah. And that's also a thing. And that, that's also a thing that's very frustrating because them having an instant like that really could, that also could, that, that harms like the business in general. Cause they've been like, you know what? Like those people were acting crazy. We're not going to let any um, book. We're not going to let any wrestling promotions book anything here anymore. And that also happened. I can't think of what it was, but it's, it was, um, it was like a rock band. It was like a rock or a metal band. And, oh my God, this is going to bother me. I forgot where they were at. It was the first time they had like a metal show somewhere. Like, just, like, in general, regardless of whatever band it was. And 
it was just a disaster. And they said never again will they book a metal and or rock band at that place. And when you're when you're on a, in an indie federation, you know, places matter too. Like you, you like because of this guy being an asshole and pulling a stunt like that. Um, there, I mean, it hurts you. If you can't perform in one place, that's a place that you can never go back to. Also, that's just, that's fucking wild to me. But, um, segue from that, from talking about shitty things, right today, besides Paige getting misted, um, is the one year <laughs> anniversary of, uh, Evolution. And I'm kind of pissed off that we have not seen an Evolution 2. As you think with the Saudi show, they would throw us at least Evolution because I think Evolution had a higher watch rate than any of the Saudi shows combined. It did, and it sold out too. But also, what I heard was kind of shitty. They kind of had it like in a smaller building, mm-hmm. similar to like how they would book like a um, takeover. Yeah. Well, the the first take the first half of the takeover not takeovers now takeovers sell like sell sell they can they can fill big venues but like it was kind of designed like a takeover like it wasn't like but I think that also kind of helped with the mood of it too because it just felt Mm -hmm. very intimate so I think maybe they kind of should keep it whenever they do an evolution too I agree so why do you think we didn't get an evolution too because if they're rocking another Saudi show, they should have done this. I mean, and they, they can't say it's too close to Survivor Series because they did it this time last year. So well, they probably did it because Rhonda's not there. And Rhonda and and whether you like it or not, Rhonda and the Bellas, they sold a lot of the tickets because people wanted to see that matchup. Um Rhonda's a big selling point. Many people don't like to agree with that. They want to say it's not true, but that is very true. And she Kabuki warriors are trending. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was the driving force behind that. You know, and then on top of the fact that none of the women were showcased in the Saudi event. But I don't know exactly the real reason, but I think it have a lot to do with them not trusting that their talent can sell the tickets. They can't. Like, I remember last year when it was the um, Becky Charlotte, like, basically hardcore match they had, and when Becky superplexed Charlotte off the top rope, and Renee Young screaming, this is women's wrestling, I was just like, oh my god, this is everything, everything we've waited for, like, forever, like, because if, if you told, if you told little Alexis, that one day women are not only going to headline WrestleMania, I think it was like in the same year, not only are they going to headline WrestleMania, but they're also going to get their own pay-per-view. I would have, I would have called said bullshit, just straight up, you're lying. Like, and they can do it, but it just goes back to Vince having no faith in his, in his talent. True that. I I would I'm I'm I want it. I want this to happen so bad. And the only thing I will say about that main event match, well, two things last year at Evolution. Number one, 
I don't understand why all of a sudden Nikki Bella got a title shot, but you know, I would too if my stepdaddy was part of the company. You knew it was gonna happen. Okay, so Brie got involved when she was doing that fireman's carry, and mm-hmm. that was so botchy to watch because you see Rhonda trying to get Brie up there, and Brie keeps sliding off of Nikki, and Rhonda's like, you can kind of hear her yelling at her, like, get up here, get up here, like, she's trying to hoist her up while she's got Nikki on her shoulders, and it took so damn long, but that was the only thing, that was the only thing that I saw wrong with that, but I'm like, if you don't think anybody but the Bellas and Rhonda could headline it, like, I'm a, after that Becky-Charlotte match, I was just like, holy shit, this could have done it. This could have been the main event right here. It should have One, been the main event. Yeah, and they should have had the, the women's tag team titles introduced by then. They should have had it done then. They should have started building up that division then. But they don't, they're not thinking. And um, I don't think there's going to be another evolution for a while. And it's just simply they don't think that people are going to watch it. And they don't think that it's, it's marketable or worth the cost of it because Rousey is not there. So they're the ones who create the hole because she's not there. Because WWE existed before she got there and it will exist after her. So instead of making her the focal point of your division, you need to make her a part of it, not the division. So right, she want to do things like have evolution and she made a point to try to push for the women to be at the forefront and y'all all, all gun ho for it. Then after she leave, you doing her legacy a disservice by going back to what you do, which is push the men and let the women be the afterthought. When we all know that for the last two years, the women have been the draw. Becky is your number one person, not woman, not guy person she's got the highest in merchandise sales right now she's the one everybody requests to see and you are you're not utilizing what you have you're not i hear a lot of people say now oh there's no stone coals there's no more there's no more rocks there could very well be timeless characters like those guys but wwe is not taking the time to create them or to nurture them. Becky's there. Becky could be one of those timeless characters where she comes back and she's getting mass, massive pops all the time. But if you don't nurture the character and give it the time it needs to be an entity like that, then you won't have it. This what? day in attention span is so damn short. People lose their mind if they don't get what they want. Then they just move on. They're like, fuck it. I don't, I don't want to see it. They just move on. It's sad. Well, last week, well, in WWE, I know you're listening because you guys do vanity searches on all the podcasts that talk about wrestling. Um, yeah. There was, with all the women, I'm sorry, I'm looking at a picture of Asuka and Paige, and it's just made my day. Um, the, uh, Every, what was the one thing every 
everybody was talking about on Raw. It wasn't any of the dudes matches. It was no. where are the women? Where are the women wrestlers? Where's Becky? Where's Asuka? Where's the icon? Hell, I saw somebody on Tumblr put, you know, at this point, I'll settle for the iconics. Like when, when <laughs> people are online saying, where are the women? Which 20, let's say 20 years ago, nobody would have said anything because there because if you go back on the network and you watch a couple of old Raws, there was there was like maybe one women match every two weeks, and that and I'm not even counting like you know bro, like Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson coming out there in g-strings and shaking their ass on TV. I mean like no there was no Lita, there was no Trish, there was no Molly, there was no Victoria. There were, hell I would have settled for fucking Shell McCool at one point. But there was no women wrestling. So when you, and it was trending on Twitter, where are the women, WB? Like you could tell, like, if that's the most entertaining aspect of your show, play up to it. Like, how dumb are you guys? I just want to know. Because the, the whole evolution thing really meant a lot to me because I was, again, Tumblr, I was stalking Tumblr through the whole show. And someone put, or it was Tumblr or Twitter, it's one of those two, and they said they were at uh, Evolution, and they were in the bathroom break, and some, or they were in the bathroom, and some guy came in, he's like, oh, were you guys, and is like, in the guy's bathroom, and he goes, oh, are you, you guys miss those bra and panty matches as much as I do, don't you want to see one of those tonight? And the guys, like, every single guy turned and looked at him in the bathroom and they're like no we actually want to see women perform and then the guy was like oh are you guys dragged here by your girlfriends or your wife and one guy's like no i actually paid my own money to see this because it's about damn time it's happened so take that with a grain of salt but you know it's if we're the women her number or half we're trading on raw last week and then it's, it's not, and it's not all about Ronda Rousey, and I know that might make some people mad, but, you know, she's, and again, Ronda, please don't find me, because you're, you're scary, and I, I don't want you to kick my ass, um, I just, I don't know, it's like, either, don't shit on the women just because you have a, a name like Ronda Rousey that was going to headline it. Like, hell, you could have had her be, like, the co-main event and then have Becky and Charlotte gone on afterwards. You know, you don't have, and as much as I love Trish and Lita, they don't have to come back for round two. I don't want to see Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. I want to see Alexa Bliss versus the catering table. That's what I want. <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I miss evolution, and it's hard to believe it's only been a year since that's happened. Mm. You know, yes. wrestling. I mean, with wrestling, I mean, if they took a page out of Impact's book just off of how Tessa Blanchard performs, and then when you look at while wrestling, while wrestling is an all women's promotion, and, and it's, it's good, it's so much fun. It is so much fun. And you watch it, and they've got interesting characters. Not, and I think that's WWE's problem. Everybody is kind of cookie cutter, carbon copy style. They either look like 
Apollo Crews or they are like um, Ali or Buddy Murphy or they have a certain aesthetic when it comes to how they look. But when you look at Wild Wrestling or you even look at Impact, um, AEW too, they have a variety of people to capture your attention. They're not looking for the prettiest person in the world, the most fit person in the world. No, they want athletes. They want people who are going to perform. And I think that is now what WWE's problem. They've gotten away from having every aspect of culture represented. Because there was a time where there were clowns in the WWE that were fucking, um, I told y'all before they had Eugene in there. You know, whole uh, special needs child wrestling. Okay, they had um, they they had Gangrel. He was a vampire like character. They had the Undertaker at some point. You know, with his dark character, they had a whole thing going. And the only character of any uniqueness right now is Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. He's all you got, and they don't have any character like that with the women. And they they don't really give you a chance to 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 come into your own as a character. You have to do it. There's you know why? Because they're because they're scared. Because Vince doesn't want to have someone literally. And it's like you don't have. First of all, you don't need one person leading a company. And he always kept having that problem. And then they would leave. Like like the Rock. Well well the Rock. Like got to he doesn't my opinion is Vince doesn't want someone to get bigger than the company like The Rock is like Stone Cold is like Cena is Batista. and that's why I think he doesn't so hopefully like while he's distracted by this XFL stuff like Bruce yeah. and Paul can just sneakily be like just 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 do whatever like get like elevate yourself and I think that's what I think that's what Vince's problem is. I think he just didn't want someone to become bigger than a company again. But every time you do, but your fear is co- killing your product. Exactly. Your fear is killing it. A lot and of you need- his fear and product. But that's a whole other discussion, though. Yeah, but you need those type of characters. But it's, and then I feel bad because when you watch. When you watch Wild Wrestling and you're like, okay, if I was able to see like the Beast go up against Nia Jax in WWE, that shit might be kind of lit though. Like I will watch that. I will watch Jungle Girl and I will watch Princess Aussie. And then you've got like that typical heel woman character with Tessa. Tessa's a, a more of a I guess you could call her like a cross between what Seth Rollins was when he was champion, where he was avoiding matches a lot. Because that's mm-hmm. what she's doing now. She keeps skating around the Beast and Jungle Girl. Jungle Girl keep weaseling her way back in to get the title. But the Beast wanted the shot fair and square. And Tessa Blanchard is avoiding her. But I was watching it and I was like, man, this is just so much fun. You've got Voodoo and Holiday there. The Psycho Sisters are there. Um, it's just a variety of people. And when they get in that Which ring. I found out 
so sorry to interrupt you, but I, I will forget about that. But one of the psycho sisters, um, this girl that I'm uh, mutual with, we talk back and forth a lot on Twitter. I just found out one of the one of them is her twin sister. Oh, it's cool. I can't, I can't say her name. The one, the one with the M one, the one that they just debuted. She has a green hair, I believe. The one that really looks like a clown. A real with the sound face. I know her name. I can't think of it. It's like Mary had something. I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting your sister's name. I don't remember anything. Oh um, <laughs> but, no, it starts with M. What a main one. I don't know. I can't think of it. But so I, I was like, like, yeah, we were talking. She was like, yeah, that's my sister. I was like, what? It's a small world after all. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> that's that's cool, but that's really cool. Uh, I just want uh, we want evolution two. Give us evolution two. If you can bow down and suck the Saudi's dick for this crown jewel. You come over here and eat me out and give me evolution too, okay? What? Oh fuck! <laughs> Just saying. What the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> I've been hanging out with y'all way too much, like shit. Oh no, that is not me. <laughs> I blame Katrina. She is weird. <laughs> So, oh my god alright so we're going to do some quick fast wrestling news here um, hate to be the one to bring up a sour note but Hunter Horse Hensley the horse that Adam Page literally rode in on um, has passed away he passed away yesterday um, at his the family that owns him's ranch um, so we want to tell the family we're very sorry to hear about that um, it's sucks when you lose an animal and he's always going to be immortalized on the AEW truck hey thank you so much for sticking it out with us at down for the count so we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms instagram and twitter you can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss any topic that you want us to discuss we got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so make sure you guys stick with us at Down for the Count, and we're going to continue on with our show. I hope. So um, we hope that happens. So over the weekend, JR decided to run his mouth and... <laughs> Basically, to say that Seth Rollins wishes he could be over more than his girlfriend. And that kind of ruffled some feathers um, in the wrestling community. Um, Seth answered by posting a picture of him in uh, pineapple swim trunks, a pair of floaties, and a swim cap, saying, uh, come hang out with me and my super over fiancé. People were trying to, you know, tell Jay, like, they took it both ways. JR came back, said, 
uh, or someone retweeted it saying at JR's barbecue, he's referring to you. And then JR's like, as he should, at Becky Lynch, WWE. Ooh, hey, offensive team, what's up? Is the most over talent in the WWE. And Becky came back with the most classiest burn I have ever seen on the internet. And she wrote back, nothing but respect, JR. You're an amazing announcer. So go down to the locker room and announce that I would whoop your whole women's division any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Well, she ain't lying. She ain't. Which got me thinking, well, she's not wrong, because the only one, again, if they had more of a women's division and they built that up, the only one as of right now, as of this recording, I see that could get a good match with Becky would be Awesome Kong. She be okay. Well, yeah. But, she, but, she be okay. but, I mean, between Nyla and Awesome Kong, was there anybody else on that women's roster, as thin as it is, would you want to even, that wouldn't be a squash match or a match that Becky would probably just carry? And I'm not a Becky Lynch fan at all. If anything, oh, Street Profits, yay! Um, they're on, they're on I'm excited. I'm happy. Okay. So, um, the one I don't, you know, I don't like JR. I actually, I can't stand him. And a lot of people need, and I don't like King either. And a lot of people who, um, need to give, give JR that same energy that they give King. Cause they're both honestly trash people. Well, so that's like another thing and then also I just didn't like how he phrased it like you're using a woman's success not only a woman's success a woman's success that also have um to bring down another man essentially right and not only that is someone who is her fiance so I kind of rubbed this cat and then he also just like he said it twice said on his dumb fucking podcast wherever dumb um all whatever dumb nursing home that he records his shit at and um he said it via tweet and i just didn't like that just that left a really not only that he said that because he no one said shit when he made those comments when kenny made those comments about nxt then came back and apologized but he's gonna say that shit to set us say that shit about Seth and I just didn't like how he basically was just using her to make him feel less than and it shouldn't matter like it's a like it's an equal sport like they're both top people like I was like I just didn't like that just like left a really bad taste in my mouth but he usually does I just don't like him and I don't want him and or his good old pal King on any of my TVs no more well, Twitter was not letting him have it, man. People were just going crazy. Like Good. A, lot of, a lot of the responses were from uh, people with male significant others. And one of them said, if you're going to talk trash about my man, she, uh, what did they put? They go, where I'm from, that means you better tape up and be ready to throw down because that's an ass whooping right there. And that's for sure. That's what I said. 
And so she better than me because I would have went off and I would have showed up at his house. Facts. And you know who's Jr. to talk? Because I think I th- I said it to you guys, and I think I said it to a, co- a few other people. If Jr. was still in charge of producing and booking talent, and you know all that crap, Becky would be would have he would have overlooked the top female in WWE right now because she didn't fit that model mode that he was so gung up on in the late '90s, early 2000s. She didn't look like a model. Even I'm not saying that taking that away from Becky, but she was not the model s type. Because I don't see Becky Lynch being that kind of women's wrestler, and I use that term loosely, who would go out there wearing skimpy little costumes, being in a bra and panty matches, and shaking her ass on TV. I don't see Becky like that. So he's he's just mad because I think wrestling is not what he left it to be, where women are actually you know, women are more in demand. We want to see women matches. Hell, we've had the first fem- we had the first transgender female in wrestling that's that's on A AEW. You know, he he would have overlooked her so much, and it's it's not even funny. So he's he's gonna sit there and and talk shit because I'm right with you, Nicole. If that was me, I would have been like, where where are you at? Okay, um, you want to run your mouth? Let's go. Do it to my face. You want to sit behind here and, and that's what I hate about Twitter. Everyone thinks they're so tough behind their little screen, but when Becky actually rolled up on JR and she'd be like, so you want to talk shit to my face? He, he wouldn't say a damn thing and he would turn around and kiss her ass. Let's just face it. Yeah. Talk shit about my man. I'll whoop your ass. I don't care who the hell you are. You okay, Tiff? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> what What do you think of the whole situation? Because you were you were ready to go fight for Becky, and we're not we're not Becky fans. Like we 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 love what she's done. None of us are actually. I hate the word stands. If anything, I'm a big Bailey fan now because I got her haircut today. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a good haircut, and I needed a haircut. But I mean, he wants to sit there and and down. He he's got a thing for Seth. Ever since that Will Ospreay Seth Twitter fight broke out, because he he sucked on Will Ospreay's dick so much during that whole thing, and I'm just like, Jr., you would have overlooked Will Ospreay too. You didn't give a fuck about people like him when you were in charge of booking talent. Like, get the fuck out of here. I so, think I think Jr. is is um. It's still salty that WWE didn't want to use him, and they were ready to get rid of him. I think that he is petty and childish, and I think he need to get over it. At some point, he's got to be smart enough to know that his, his behavior is, is not working. Like, I, I mean, you, you're a grown man, and you're only concerned about this man and his wife, future wife, for what? They got their own thing going in WWE. Most of the time, they're not mentioning those kinds of people. They're not mentioning people unless they're asked. So when you come up and get and get in your feelings and want to give you a little shade, then you get roasted. Like, a, they went after him with a vengeance on Twitter. It wasn't just Seth and Becky. Them fans was fucking ruthless. 
They was talking about him. They said he got barbecue sauce for blood. They said his mouth don't move when he talk. And I'm like, damn, the man had a stroke. Peter doesn't give a shit, though. That's the thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't feel feel bad for him. Because, like, everyone sat there and was quiet when Kenny was saying shit. And then people and NXT Mm -hmm. was like, like, what the fuck? Like, I've, like, like, you know, like, they, like, I thought we were cool. And, like, you know, we wrestled. Like, what's the deal? And then Kenny had to go back and apologize. And they were like, oh, that's in kayfabe. I'm like, no. It's like, don't say that. And then when someone has a response from the other side and then get all up in arms. No, it's a two-way street. Yep. Yeah. I just don't like, I just don't like it. I don't like the fact that he, and I, I agree, I don't like the fact that he used her um, fiancé and what well, he used his fiancé to try to take him out. And that's, that's chauvinistic. It's, it's like you're showing your true colors. And I don't know, Becky wouldn't have been someone that he would have picked, neither. But Ember made it very clear that she was something he, someone he didn't pick. Ember tried out for WWE a couple times. And she was not chosen because JR said she did not fit the mold. She wasn't the model-less type. And I'm sorry, but right now, everybody wants those type of females to come back. But I'm like, how come you can't look like a model but wrestle like an athlete? Or why can't you just be a wrestler? Why do I have to have a particular aesthetic when it comes to a female wrestler, but the guys that come out there and look like a bowl of snot, they literally look like the Mucinex um, fucking character, can come out there and wrestle, and bitches will be all over it, and dudes don't say nothing. they like, man, that dude's good. He's good. I'm like, what? He looked like a walking ball of snot, and you're okay with that, but somebody like Taya Valkyrie is out there. Everybody want to talk shit about the woman. People like Tessa, she's not built like no model. And they talk stuff about Tessa. They call her a man. Say the same thing about Shayna. I don't hear none of that shit about Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley looks like a big toe with drawn on eyebrows. And nobody said shit. Everybody's running all up in his face, worrying about what he doing with Lana. But the women get scrutinized four times over than the guys do. They don't get half the respect and they have to do four times the work. So JR was out of line just by those standards alone. Not to mention the fact that that's that man's future wife. The disrespect, if it had been me, he wouldn't have opened his mouth like that in the first place. Because there's just a certain level of respect. You just don't go there with me. Don't say nothing about my husband. Don't include my husband in nothing I'm doing. If he's not with me, don't open your mouth about him because I'm going to bust you in your shit. Every right. time. If I don't make sure you understand that before we have this little Twitter war, oh, people are off limits in the Twitter. That's not a Twitter war. I don't fuck with Twitter. If I'm on Twitter and I say something out of line and your response to me is, well, your husband got a big ass head. Okay, bitch, where you at? Let's see you. Let's see how much you like my husband's head when I'm in your face whooping your ass. I don't do internet beef. I don't do that. I'm a grown-ass woman. If you got something to say to me, bitch, you stay to my face. You bold enough to do it on the damn phone. JR is grown five times over. 
And what do he care what's going on in WWE and what they're doing? What was said was a response to a fan's question. It was no worse than what Kenny Omega said about the NXT talent or what he said before they started AEW because he was saying that WWE isn't good enough for him. He was talking mad shit then too. It was no worse than what the Young Bucks have said, what Cody Rose has said, all of the sneaks, snide, shady shit that they have said over the last six months. They cannot stop. And yet WWE just keep on trucking, good, bad, or indifferent. They doing their fucking job. And here you are, still trying to piggyback off of that bullshit. And it's like, you mad because he said something about Kenny Omega? He have every right to. He was asked a question. Had nothing right. to do with Becky. Becky wasn't asked the question. You know, I, 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 I mean, I saw it when Omega ran his mouth on the Young Bucks. And I mean, there are those guys because they're Bullet Club members. They'll be like, you know, they can, Kenny Omega could come out and say, you know, the earth is flat and people will defend him. But there's also, you got to dig through that bullshit because there are fans. I saw it when Omega said that when the Young Bucks ran their mouth, when Cody runs their mouth. For every five fans that say, oh, Cody's right, or Kenny's right, or NXT is horrible, there's like 10 people going, uh, are you watching the same show I am? Or, you know, uh, these guys are, what is it, the NXT women's roster is better than your crappy women's shit that you have going on right now? Uh, what One was like, I'd rather watch Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin than the half of your pay-per-views. Like, they were going off. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I think people are just getting sick of it. Because, again, they took another shot at AEW on, or AEW. They took another shot at WWE this week. And, and when's, when's it going to end, dude? Because, like, I saw YouTube videos. I'm not going to say it, but you guys can probably get, guess where it came from. Where one's like, WWE taking the AEW threat seriously. AEW shirts being removed at WWE events. And I'm like. First of all, there's no war. Y'all are making this war happen. Like, I'm starting to believe that some of that shit is bullshit. Like, you can't tell nobody what they can and can't wear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could see if they was, like, telling fans, I probably would understand it better if they was like, well, you know, we don't want you to wear another company's shirt in front on the um, barricade right next to where the cameras and stuff are. I could kind of understand that to a certain extent, but those fans come in there wear pro wrestling tees from other um, indie wrestlers all the fucking time. Yeah, I saw a fucking Jimmy Havoc shirt last time I went to a Raw show. So why don't they tell them they can wear them shirts, but they can't, they can wear, they can't wear AEWs? I, I see some some bullshit being stirred up, but and I, just, AEW, I don't think WWE is is doing things just to combat AEW. I think that storyline was started with Finn, and it just is what it is. Finn went back to NXT. They want him to turn heel. Fine, he decided to turn heel in NXT. Fine, I have no issues with that. I don't think that it has anything to do with AEW. I just think that Finn didn't want to be on the main roster. He had the opportunity to go back to a place that he was comfortable. NXT was it. He goes back there. Plus, on top of that, at some point, they got to move some of those guys out of NXT. 
They don't want to leave NXT completely destitute. So, yeah. what do you do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, nobody's thinking. Everybody's just so caught up in what they mm-hmm. want this war to happen so bad. And it's like, okay, let y'all have what y'all want. I'm like, it's not that serious. It's wrestling. You got so many promotions that are on TV right now. Not It's five, six promotions mm-hmm. on television right now. Not streaming. Literally on TV. Two of them are on major networks. The other one is on Access 3. And they're bringing new to the States really soon. Which means they will probably put that on TV too. You guys have to watch. And it's like, why are you why are you worried about who's on top? Why not watch what you like and enjoy what you like? Because that would be too hard. It's just, that, that shit is mad irritating, you know? It's like, what, what's the point? Because you're going to bitch him all about WWE, and then you praise another company, but you don't call out their flaws. You want to skirt over what's happening with AEW and pretend like WWE is the worst thing going. If you ask me, both of them have faults that are glaring. It's in your face. And no one is better than the other. I just want to know how many of them were so hung up on WWE or not even to the point where they just hate watched WWE. And it's like at that point, if you're now, if you hate, if you hate watch shit, get a life. Like okay, BC Amplified has a has a um, YouTube channel and. There is nothing about what's happening with WWE that satisfies him in any way, shape, or form. And he just goes off about everything. Like, he made a whole video about Chad Gable being Shorty G. And I'm like, he he agreed to his persona change. He agreed to it. So... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm just gonna see where it goes. If it don't go nowhere, that's on Chad. Chad agreed to it and he went with it. I'm not gonna sit and make a whole fucking video about a, a goddamn character change that you don't like. And I mean he was going off. Like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, what is we wrestling the problem? Like you didn't have a problem with Doink the Clown, but you mad about Shorty G? Really? Facts. Are you serious? He's probably one of those guys cheering for Eugene, dude. Facts. That, that's See, my You thing. know what? I liked Eugene. This, that was very, that's probably one of the most problematic things they've done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was a kid, though, so that's fine. I mean, it was. It's just when you look at it and the way that y'all react to the stuff now and the past stuff that they've done, I'm like, shit, this is tame compared to what they used to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right now, I'm just like, whatever. If, if that's what he want to be called, he said he embracing it. Okay, cool. Well, I also <laughs> want to know if these are the same people who get mad, but they're getting a hard on because Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair are eating up time on Raw and SmackDown. Because, like, they have a match going on right now. It's Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre because, I guess, they're, like, they weren't the people 
they were the only people on SmackDown that wasn't part of their teams. And now, and then the both of them are still standing out here looking like, you know, video game managers who are just kind of standing there when you're like, I need you to hit them. Do something. <laughs> like, and, they're just, and they're just standing there and like Jimmy Hart's trying to like hold back Hogan to go up against Drew McIntyre. And I'm like, what is this old ass man going to do with a guy like Drew McIntyre? Like, he, Drew could punch him and Hogan would break. Like, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy stays getting a check. Good for him. I just want to know, like, why is he there? Because of that thing that we're not going to mention. That's, that's <laughs> why he's there. Him, I'm watching Raw right now, and like, Kyrie and Becky's match is freaking awesome. But now you have Hogan and Jimmy Hart being out there, basically trying to be cheerleaders. Ric Flair's out there because he's from McIntyre. And it's just like the whole time, and correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, the whole time the cameras are trying to find ways to get Hogan, Jimmy, and Flair in shots when they should be concentrating on the match that's going on right now. Because actually this has been a really good match. You got a big guy like McIntyre against a high flyer like Ricochet. And McIntyre is actually doing a really good job of keeping Ricochet grounded. It's actually a really good match. I told y'all that it would be. Um, I know that y'all want more of a high flying thing. But I then they had that match last, they had the same match last week. They did. And I still say that, that McIntyre is viable. I still. I, I love McIntyre. We know. So we're gonna. There's one more thing we're gonna talk about here since we're just talking about stupid shit going on in the WWE. So 2K20 has dropped. Oh. And oh my God. Have never. I'm not a gamer. I enjoy video games, but I am not a hardcore video gamer. This is unacceptable on any stance, on any video game development anywhere. You should not. Anybody who's in video games, I don't care if it's a Call of Duty, WWE game, any game, no game should ever come out this broken, unfinished, and glitchy. If you, oh. Oh, sorry. I'm just. I'm gonna go off. Just it. And then it was. It was published by that virtual, virtual sports or something like that. I can't think of the name of it. And they they've been doing WWE. Well, they've been doing 2K's publishing for producing for a while. So they had glitches with NBA 2K22. Um, they had issues with that game, and now the, the issues with this game were even worse. But it wasn't just glitches. It was lackluster um, lackluster created characters. They didn't take time to make sure the characters looked like the respective superstars. And their excuse was they didn't have time to mocap the superstars like they mocap the basketball players. They didn't have time for that. I call bullshit on that. Agreed. There's no fucking way. This, this, 
I, when I saw the glitches uh, for the first time, I'm like, is, is this, is this for real? Like, this, this is a joke, right? And nope. it, it only got worse because like, we know people like our friend Katrina, she, she's out of, she's like in a completely different country. She had to order the American version of the game, then pay for it to be shipped to her. So right, right off the bat, that's probably way too much money for that game. Yes. Yeah. So you have people who've paid $95 for the deluxe edition, which I was going to shill out the day it came out, and I'm so glad I did it because this was like the first game because my husband doesn't really play wrestling games. He like he gets them or he lets me get them because he he knows I love the customization and all that. I was ready to go get it. I was going to get it like that afternoon because the GameStop I live next to had a lot, uh, a bunch of copies. I had cash in hand. I jump on Instagram and Twitter and I see these glitches and I'm just like, nope, no. Some glitches are funny. They are funny. And the one with Amber, she looked like. <sighs> There's one with Amber, and she's got, like, five different costumes, and then her face is gone. She's got this huge-ass mouth. She literally looks like one of the sleep stacks from, um... Oh, God. <laughs> from Dark Crystal? <laughs> she looks so creepy. And I was like, damn! And it just get worse. Like, the ones where... Dakota Kai is wrestling in NXT and they got her wrestling on her knees. And she just and keeps walking. And then Dakota, Dakota went on her Instagram and walked out of full sale like that all the way. You know there's a problem when the wrestlers are starting to take pot shots at it. Like, what was the, what was some of the glitches? Like, Charlotte didn't come out with her robe and, like, it would either appear at the last minute or it wouldn't show up at all. So you have right. yeah. she wouldn't have and one and then it would just like be there. Yeah. Oh like what the fuck is this? And then our our friends are posting it online about all, all the stuff that they're trying to do with creative wrestler. And the glitches alone on that, I I was I laughed my ass off. I'm sorry to anybody who bought that game. I was laughing my fucking ass off. Just because everything <laughs> everything was going crazy and then and I'm like okay it's glitches it's, it's funny haha he he you know we all had we all had a good laugh and then it's coming out with well I tried loading my creator wrestler and every time I try to play a match I can't even get to the entrance because my game will crash well I'm trying to use my creator wrestler in, my, in this mode and it's not working it's like why can't I play a game because I'll have and then one was like I get the entrance and then I don't do it. And then it was like people with actual WWE talent. Like, I'm trying to have a match with Ricochet, and I can't even get through his entrance before my game crashes. Or, um, you know, why is, like, there was a video someone posted on Instagram where Charlotte and Sasha were having a match in the, in the game, and the ref's standing there, and Charlotte rolls up Sasha, and the ref's standing, like, right like standing in in Charlotte, just and all you see is Charlotte, and, and you know, and you hear the ref counting one, 
too. You hear like the hands hitting the mat and the ref is just standing there. And then the, the, the game completely crashes. And I'm just like, this is unacceptable. Like, no. Like, cause at first it was funny and then it just like made me more pissed. And then I got upset for people who bought the damn game to begin with. And then and finally, after a week, WWE Games came out with a update that in two, well, now like one and a half weeks, they're going to release a patch to fix the game. And I'm like, why are you waiting two weeks? If this, I know some game developers, when their shit's happening with their game first day release, 48 hours later, they have a patch out to fix it. Well, they got a lot of um, glitches to fix and no time to do it in. It take time. Well, the graphics look horrible. Like, I, I I know I'm catching up with the times. I bought 2K19 the day it came out. These graphics and roster, granted, it's not the deluxe edition, like I wish I got, but because there's no Lacey, no Nikki Evans, no, or Nikki Evans. There's uh, no Nikki Cross, nothing like that. And, and I'm fine with the game the way it is because it's actually really fun to play. And I'm and then I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then you look at videos for 2K20 and you look at the graphics and you're like, how is the last year's game's graphics better than the next next, next year? Shouldn't that be what you guys are trying to do every year is update they the graphics? They time to do it. They did not take the time to do it. And that's that's the the part I don't understand. It's like you know that this game is scheduled to come out. You know that people are going to be, you know, people online are going to do it. The YouTubers, they sent the game out to the YouTubers. The YouTubers just massacred that game. They was like, this is not up to par. It's mm-hmm. nowhere near what NBA 2K is. Um, y'all need to fix this. That was months before the release. And then you finally, you finally get the damn um, game out there, and he's still fucked up. Yeah. You didn't even try. Like, if you could have waited, like if you wanted to push back, if if they came out with something, WWE games, you need a better PR team. Okay, I will volunteer myself. Where the, why the fuck are you here, Randy Orton? No one likes you. Um, I, I'm glad to see he showed up to work. Yeah, he can go fuck himself. That's you know he's trying to be all elite. Yeah, well that ain't gonna happen. I swear to God, if all elite wrestling signs Randy Orton, I'm never watching another show of theirs as long as he's there. He keeps hinting at it. He his contract's up next year, but WWE is gonna tack on the time that he took off. So that he can't leave to go to AEW. It's some shady ass shit, but I did the same motherfucking thing. He can sit his ass at home. How about that? No one wants to see your receding hairline, Randy. Like, I, I hate this man. Don't you have a bag to shit in in the back somewhere? Oh, God. I do not like Randy Orton. Like, I hate this man. But anyway, what I was saying was, if you feel like, because WWE, there, I like to think, minus the small controversy they have going on. They're perfectionist when it comes to at least their media being released. So 
why couldn't they just come out and say, look, we know we told you guys we'll be running in October. We don't feel like it's up to our standards and our fan standards. So we're going to wait another month or so to fix it because you can still release if they did that shit back in September and they released it in November, they would still have it out in time for the Christmas for the Christmas winter holidays and they would still make bank on it. The game graphics wouldn't have sucked and there would be no glitches. Now, if anybody spent $95 on this game, I'm sorry. You got you got robbed, dude. Like straight up. Like <laughs> like no. I I had never in my life played a game that was so glitchy. And usually the glitchy games come out super fucking cheap. So if you have a game that comes out like what a PlayStation games run for, like sixty, like PlayStation, Xbox, all them, sixty-five bucks. Like sixty bucks. Okay. If you have a new release that comes out at forty or lower, you know the game's not, not going to be good. Like it's just ooh. I Depends on what. If it's like a game that's attached to a movie. Like um when I remember back in the day when the, the second G.I. Joe movie came out, they dropped the video game with it the day after. Game was horrible. Mm-hmm. So it depends. Like if it's a small indie company making a game and the game might be forty dollars, it might be twenty dollars. But those games be the ones winning all the damn awards. It really don't be the big games unless it's Call of Duty, um what's the NBA. No, um, it, it's usually RPG style games like um, The Last of Us, um, Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy graphics are perfect. I watched like, my husband play that game. I was enthralled with that shit. But could you imagine a WWE game with fucking Final Fantasy graphics? True. That, that shit would be fire. That would have been it. But they come out with with this bullshit, and it's just like this this ain't it, dude. Like no, just it, it was it got to the point where it wasn't even funny anymore. It's just like oh great, now what what else is wrong with this damn game? Oh god, because you know when something's funny, and then you're just like ah, and then you see it as time goes on, you're just like Ooh. oh shit. Ooh, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Nicole, you okay? Yeah, I just, I don't play games, and it's just, like, I have nothing to really <laughs> comment. That's very useful about this conversation. So I'm just listening. Well, let, let me ask you this from a consumer standpoint, okay? <laughs> Say there's a product you want and okay how about this are you a big movie movie fan at all yes okay so say that there's this movie that people have been talking about it it's been in production for how long movies say in production like let's say two years okay and it's this big hype you hear about it everyone's talking about it constantly it's supposed to be this big break horror okay it's the next big horror movie okay so they're hyping it up. They get all the big stars. They get the big producer. They get the big director. They have lights and 
you know, arts, lights and sound working on it. You know, they have all like they're just giving it money left and right. It comes out. It sucks. So you just spent, what, $12 just for a movie ticket alone to watch a piece of shit movie? Oh, yeah, that's happened to me plenty of times. Okay, so, yeah. So, like, you get pissed off. (laughs) I can name a few, too, Suicide Squad. Um, I didn't hate it that bad. Um, Oh, what was it? The one, the, The Village. I legitimately asked for my money back. That's still the only money, this movie to this day, that I asked for my money back. No! <laughs> it was left. another M. Night Shall whatever his fucking name no, is movie. Johnny, no. The one with Johnny, that horror movie with Johnny Depp is when he had the blonde hair and the glasses and he was like a writer or something. Oh, oh the night. Yeah, that was, that was another one. I was like, oh my god. Uh, I don't know. But, like, just from a consumer's point of view, if we spent all, all this money, this shit better be as good as you're hyping it up. And if it's broken, you need, need to fucking fix it before you release it. Or just don't release it yet. Yeah. Thanks. Don't, don't do a Jacqueline Hill. Oh, <laughs> damn. She said it, not me. <laughs> like, no, like, don't, I mean, if they released it next month, I would have been fine with it. Then I'm thinking, well, you know, if they, they wouldn't even make it better, then yeah, it's going to be worth the, the $95 I'm willing to shill out on the day it's released. You know, I don't... They, and the fact that they're waiting this long to fix it, that is completely unacceptable. It should have been fixed in the first place. <clears throat> I don't... I mean, they, that's, how it, that's how it works when you do a video game and they got other video games on the, on the docket to come out. They moved that team from that video game and now they're on a new one. The people in the gaming industry, they work tirelessly. It's, some of them don't get no sleep at night. They end up having insomnia. Um, I saw one lady said that there was a couple guys who had PTSD from having to meet these hellacious deadlines and not being able to um, get stuff done on time. It's it's hectic. It is so hard. And I feel really bad for them because they don't get all they get is a well. Thanks for getting this game done. Now you gotta move on to your other project. It's they might as well work for Amazon if they gonna do that shit. Oh, I don't know. I just I'm trying to think shit. back. I'm like oh, I've always had fun playing WWE games. I'm not the best of them. Like today I was playing 2K19 and I think I hit my submission move like three times right when the bell rang. <laughs> so um um. You know, it's it's like I have fun with the customization. I have fun playing. I love WWE Universe mode. But, I mean, if you can't even play a game, because it's, it's just getting to the point where it's like, okay, story time. I know I had one last for the last show, but I went to GameStop to pick up 2K19. And I made the joke. He got, the guy goes, oh, you're not going to get 2K20? I said, no, I go, I'll, I'll wait till the patch comes out because I want the deluxe edition and I ain't, I'm not spending $95 on a broken game. So he tells me this. This guy comes in. He's pissed off. 
because he pre-ordered it and he came in he picked it up two hours later he was back in the store bitching and complaining because the game wasn't working and you know working retail you kind of you have your limit on when you just be nice to somebody like if they're just causing an argument for the hell of it and the guy the guy goes listen sir i'm sorry about your game but there's nothing we can really do about it because we didn't program it if you have an issue you know go to their twitter because apparently that's right they're like just go to their twitter and and let them know because we have no control over a game being glitchy or broken or anything like that so this guy yells at him he said this guy is yelling at me for a solid 10 minutes because apparently i personally did something to his game i'm like oh yeah because you know it's always you guys fault even though it's wrapped up and shit so he so the guy's like look we can you can give us some game you have the receipt we'll give you your money back and you can you know or you know whatever it's up to you so this grown ass man response was to take the disc out of the packaging and snap it in two and leave so what he paid for bits i'm just like you think i'm yeah, I was like, oh, you look stupid. Dumbass. And I'm like, so he, and the guy showed me the disc, and I asked him if I could take a picture of it. He goes, no, nah, GameStop's rules, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to push a GameStop employee because y'all already probably got enough shit as it is. So <laughs> I told him, I looked him in the eye and say, the grown ass man snapped 95, a $95 game in two and left. He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm not really worried about it because it's not my money, so why should I give a shit? Facts. And I'm like, well, as a wrestling fan, I can tell you not all of us are like that, and I'm sorry you had to put up with that. Yeah, yeah I was like, I was apologizing to him. Gamers, for gamers are shit, fuck them. <laughs> the motherfuckers is like that. They crazy. I mean, I should be mad that I traded in 2K18, which is in perfect condition, and you guys only gave me $2 off a $20 game, but I'm not going to pitch that much. <laughs> like, no scratches, no nothing, and the instruction manual and everything was still in it. And I'm like, come on, it's an, it's last year's game. You guys probably want to clear out your inventory. Like, come on. <laughs> what are the people trying to go get that game back? A lot of people trade their games in for the new one. So, well, I just I think that's ridiculous. It's like they already got your money, dude. So okay. I mean, you if you got ninety five dollars to blow, more power to you. But that also means give me your money. Like <laughs> facts. I don't know. It's just that's they could have if they put out in September. Hey guys, all I could have took was hey guys, we're not satisfied with this game so we want to we're going to push it back to november everyone's pre-sales will still be honored blah 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 we just want to make the game better for you guys because i never had an issue with the wwe game before even like the old smackdown games on ps1 i never had a problem with them and now people and now people are saying because you know becky lynch is on the cover i'm like what the fuck does becky lynch have to do with anything with with game game programmers now y'all are just grasping at straws like, that's the dumbest fucking argument I've ever heard. Sit the fuck down. They should have just literally just waited. Like, just they should have just waited. It would have been 
made everyone's lives a lot easier. They wouldn't have to deal with all the extra BS. Well, folks, that's all we got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we appreciate every single listener. You have no idea. This is a labor of love for us. We enjoy doing this. So I hope you guys enjoyed the content. If you have any suggestion for us, if you're listening to us on Anchor, you can always leave us a little voice message. If you're listening to us on Spotify or any other platform, you can contact us through social media. So be on the lookout for our next episode where we cover last week's SmackDown, which was spectacular, as well as the abysmal Saudi incident with the wrestlers being trapped in the country and not being able to make it home in time for SmackDown. So we're going to cover that and so much more in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time.